Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every basket, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a three-pointer at the buzzer to tie the game or a player that goes two for two at the foul line. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, thanks for tuning in to UFC Unfiltered. Matt's fucking around in Russia. Uh, we have Fiend as Carnival, and uh, we also have Mark Hunt calling in finally. Chaws are dropped throughout this arena. Nobody is sitting down. Chasing that finish. Elbows raining down. Oh! On the button. Are you kidding me? Oh, he heard him again. He's out. This is UFC Unfiltered. And now, your hosts, Jim Norton and Matt Sarah. Well, not exactly. Uh, Matt is in Russia with Marab. Yep. And I am here with Phoenix Carnavale. Hello, Phoenix. Hey, what's up, Jim? Thanks for always filling in. You're so great. People really love you on the show. Oh, I appreciate that, man. I love martial arts. Not I just know. MMA. I'm a martial arts nerd, so this is fun for me. It's rare that you, I, and Matt, we've only been in the studio, all three of us, once or twice. Uh-huh. I mean, once. Yeah. Um, and you were here with Matt and Everlast last time. I was away and Chris was away, so you had Lou and Matt and Everlast. <laughs> It was an experience. It was. That was a few weeks ago, right? It was an experience. A few weeks ago, and uh, Matt had a shitty situation, <clears throat> yeah. pardon the pun, happened to him. And then Everlast came in, and we talked about his life and his new album, stuff like that. It was a lot of fun. Always liked Everlast. I do, too. I like anybody who's that into UFC. Any celebrity. You know who's a big... I'd love to get on the show. Anthony Kiedis. He yeah. goes to every fight. I see him. He's in the front. I mean, Dane is obviously a big Chili Peppers fan, but he's a legitimate MMA fan. Yeah, he's there early. Like, if you watch the early prelims, he's there. He's He's there from, like, you know, the fucking, you know, the second or third fight on, if not the first fight of the night. Yeah. He's he's a legitimate, you know, Chuck Zito. Chuck's another guy I like to get back here, too. Chuck is a fun guy, because him and Matt know so much more about the old fights than I know. Uh, So it's funny to hear those guys talking about, you know, UFC 1, you know, or UFC 4. They just remember all those fighters. And Chuck is such a savage. So what have you been up to? Oh, man, just working, um, you know, doing some acting stuff, too. Did a couple what are you acting in? And, you know, TV shows or commercials or whatever. Ah, what show? Me Tell me. So I did Blind Spot. I got my head blown up. Then I did some other HBO show, and I was a reporter and stuff like that. It's fun, you know. It's, it's, it's just a good step outside. But I always, I always get typecast as myself. Are you a good interview? <laughs> are, you a, not interview are you a good podca- uh, auditioner? I am. I am. Now I am. Like when I first started acting, this was like 15, 20 years ago, I thought I wanted to be an actor. And, and uh, I was terrible at it because I used to get nervous, like taking a of test. Of course. It's, yeah, it's very hard to audition. And now I love it because it's like a challenge. Like, give me a challenge and I'll improv and have some fun with it. And I don't really care if I book the job, I just care about doing a good job. So now I'm good at it. Yeah, auditioning has never been my favorite. By the way, we have Mark Hunt calling in today. I really yes. hope he calls in. I've, I'm a big Mark fan, as everybody, uh, any fan of this podcast knows. 
I love Mark Hunt. I just enjoy him. Yeah. And uh, he's just one of my favorite people. And I've been wanting him to fight for a title for a long time. He's fighting uh, Alexei Olenek. He, it's the uh, the main event in Russia this Saturday. What's the exact date on that, Chris? That's, uh, that's doesn't September matter. 15th. This Saturday, this Saturday the 15th. Saturday, yeah. Yeah, that's Thursday. at 2 p.m. actually, Eastern, and it's all, all on Fight Pass. So. Oh, okay. So it is 2 p.m. Yep. All right, great. That's great to know. So uh, I can watch Saturday afternoon. Yeah, it's actually, I like kind of an afternoon fight. Me What's too. Good. Brunch and fighting. Yeah. yeah. Perfect. Yeah, Marab fights at 10.30 a.m. Eastern time. So if you oh, guys wow. want to support Marab, you can watch that. It's the first fight. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think I'll be up that early on Saturday, <laughs> but I will catch the main event. I'll catch the main card. Yeah. Just watching it in your pajamas. Yeah, it is nice. A daytime fight is kind of fun yeah, to, sure. to, to watch. Um, and we, So we have Mark calling in. I hope he calls because I don't know if we've ever had him scheduled before. No, I don't think we have. He should call because he, he'll be with, like, they're at the hotel and everything. So he yeah. should be So they're in. running through the press rounds right now. Are they in Moscow? Yeah. Uh, USADA announced that Verdum has been suspended for two years, tested positive for uh, uh, Trembolone, mm-hmm. and it's, uh, met- uh, wait, hold on, it's Metabolite, uh, oh boy. Epitrembolone. Epitrembolone following an out-of-competition urine test. So do you know what those things are? Absolutely not. They are a steroid. <laughs> I don't know like specifically what those two things are, but they are a steroid, so... Um, and that's this is it's a two year suspension, so he's out till yeah. he's forty three. So he's done. Yeah, yeah, that's probably it. That's probably probably done. It. Sure. Yeah. And what about Jones? Now Jones has been piping up on. He's talking about DC and Brock, thinking that uh, DC will win that fight, and I do agree with him. Hell yeah. But um, what what is he? Uh, what, what is Jones up to? Has he still not had his hearing yet? Ha- Usada hasn't given. <clears throat> no, he hasn't had the hearing with Usada. They haven't given a, a final verdict there, but. A lot of speculation. I mean, this is purely speculation. I don't know anything. But uh, at the 228 card, Joe Rogan was saying that the main event of UFC 230 at the Garden is not set yet. And he knows something that other people don't, you know, that the fans don't know yet, whatever. And so the speculation is that somehow John Jones is going to be available to fight in November. I don't know that. But Who will Jones fight? Since Cormier is fighting Brock, will... Would they put Jones in instead of Brock or no? Maybe not. No, no. no. I, I, I would I would imagine it would just, I mean, I have no idea. Because that's running through yeah. the motions right now. Like Brock's going through the whole USADA thing. Yeah. So that's definitely in play. Right. Who, who else is there for Jones I mean, Gustafson came light, to my heavy. mind. I mean, yeah. 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 I guess so. But you want Jones fighting for a title. I don't know. Do you, do you, lots of people will say he probably should have an uh, I don't know quote unquote warm up fight before just to get him back because of the ring rust thing. Yeah, you know what, what was his warm up fight first was OSP. OSP and he Tough came fight. in. And, yeah, yeah, but he was also he was training weird. He had gotten really brolic for that, and yeah. you know, so who knows? I mean, it's not like he's sitting on the couch right now, but still. It's good to mix up what's happening in the light heavyweight division right now, see who he can fight, a number one contender. And then, I don't know. I mean, we want DC Jones if, if God forbid, he loses, and then that's not going to happen. So who knows? Yeah. Well, then again. And again, this is all speculative. If no John can fight soon yeah. or whatever, do they let Jones and DC fight? No, that's the third fight. I don't think so. I think Jones fights the winner of DC Brock. Yeah, because they, when, when Jones was on a tear and after he had beat uh, Cormier, he had thrown out the name Brock Lesnar. Yep. 
So either way, it's it's one of those two guys getting that paycheck. And yeah, and then I would say Brock wants to fight Jones. I'm sure there's a big, there's yeah. a lot of money there. That's got to drive sure. John Jones crazy though. Watching DC getting the opportunity that John Jones was talking about sure. having because he probably realistically would have fought Brock next. Yeah, if Brock was coming back. That's so. what was. What I'm was sure he would have. Right. So if Jones comes back, Jones Gustafson, sure I'd see that fight. Um, yeah. I'd love to see that fight, unless Jones is going to go up to heavyweight and fight somebody, but. You know, I want to see him fighting for a belt, but then again, maybe he has to fight somebody else. Yeah, a lot of the heavyweights seem matched up right now. I mean, the yes. only person out there not matched up is Stipe, which I mean, that who is Lewis matched up with? Mind blowing. Uh, uh, I know he's uh, saying his back is okay. Has he been given another fight? He, he yeah, has. He's yeah, he's matched up with Volkov, event. I believe. That's right. That's a, a good fight too. Yeah. No, it's it's on the Connor card. I don't think it's not oh, the no? main event, but um, but yeah, he's matched up against Volkov. Let me double check that. Yep, Alexander Volkov. Yep. Yeah, he went to what the same same specialist that treated Tiger Woods. Yeah, yeah. yeah we got the quote here from uh, Derek Lewis is pretty much saying that he feels like he he would have been champion a couple of years ago if he had had this treatment done. He got whatever done with his back, and he feels hundred percent. Oh, okay, now, good. That affects everything: good. your ability to rotate, to generate force, to throw punches, your ability to kick, to sprawl. Every, I mean. A back injury sucks. Look, yeah. look at how Cain Velasquez has just put him out for so many years. Right? Yeah, it's ruined him. Um, is he able to fight now, or is he still? I guess he's able to fight. I mean, I know he, he obviously trained with DC in, prep, in preparation for the Stipe fight, but he has. I mean, there's nothing rumored. For I him to be heard back. he might do the WWE thing. Kane? Really? Yeah, I heard Why? that. I don't know how accurate that is. I don't know if you could find that anywhere. But do online. people want him as much in W? He's not a personality. Like he's a great fighter, but like people don't know Kane for his shit talking. Yeah, right. he's not going to be like the greatest actor to get into character for it. But who knows? Maybe it's just a side of him we've never seen. I don't know. Who's um? Uh, you gave us a full uh, a list of. Fi- oh, here it is. Uh, Blades and Ganu. I really want to see. Yeah. Uh, what happened in the first fight? Was there a doctor stoppage? Yeah, it was a doctor stoppage. Francis won that fight. Um, it was competitive, but Blades had a pretty, if I remember sure. correctly, had a pretty good like gash over his forehead. Yeah. Junior Dos Santos against Ty Tuivasa is a great fight. I thought Arlovsky beat Tuivasa, and I love Ty Tuivasa, but I thought Arlovsky won that fight by decision. It was very, very close. Chris, you were okay with the decision. Do you yeah. remember that fight? Yeah. No, I'm, I'm wondering what is Ty's background? I mean, I know that he's part of Hunt's camp, isn't he? Yes. Yeah. What, I, what is yeah. his fighting background? Was he a striker, first grappler? I don't know his. I don't know his pedigree. No. Yeah. He's more of a striker. I think he's boxing okay. primarily, and then you know, boxing, kickboxing, um, which makes sense if he was around Mark Hunt for that. Right. Long. Um, right. Yeah. That that's his background, pretty much. I, I don't know what kind of grappling he has, but I'm just happy to see JDS back. Yeah. You know, I'm just oh, happy yeah. to see JDS back. Yeah, because he's such a likable guy, and then yeah. he was vindicated. That mm-hmm. you know, it was definitely a tainted supplement that he took. Yeah. It wasn't like he was cheating at all. So, um, but yeah, that's a that's an exciting fight against Tuivasa. Yes, it is. Uh, Magni against Ponzinibbio is a great fight. Yeah, very exciting. I guess it all depends on where that fight winds up, if it's on the ground or if it's standing up. Yeah, hundred percent. Yep. Um, and who else? Uh, Jessica Rose Clark against Andrea Lee. That's uh, Milwaukee. Yeah. Uh, no, is it? It's Olivier Aubin Mercier against Gilbert Burns. Yeah, which that's a really fun fight. Both of them are coming off losses, but that's a really exciting matchup, actually. Uh, Gilbert Burns just lost to Dan Hooker. We were in in Vegas at two twenty six. But that was a great fight. Great I fight. I mean, it was yeah. really energetic. Yep. And uh, then Jim, how do you say, Crute or Crute? Jim Crute. He right. was on uh, the t- Tuesday Night Contender Series. Big dude. I guess he's from Australia or New Zealand, but he's right. uh, yeah, he's a, he's an exciting guy. He won by knockout, and he's fighting Paul Craig, who had that 
ridiculous comeback. He was losing three rounds, right? Into the and then he had a submission. Like who did he submit? Ten seconds le- uh, left in the round. Let me see. Uh, whoever it was, they got to be kicking themselves for that. I forget. It was against oh Magomed Ankalaev, who actually is fighting this weekend. Uh, he was winning that fight, and then he lost by triangle choke with a second left. Mm, wow. Kevin Lee, by the way, is taking the same position I'm taking on Khabib Connor. Mm, uh, I agree. He thinks Connor's going to sleep him. Now, I, I am probably going to take Connor in a first round knockout. Because again, I think that's the only time Khabib will be really vulnerable to him is in that first round because he tends to get lit up a little. I mean, Michael Johnson had good success against him in that first round. Yeah. Again, it's not a, and I also think that Connor, you're not going to be able to Khabib, keep Khabib off you for more than possibly around. You're not going to be able to keep him from getting a hold of you for more than around. Maybe the first round, you're fast enough, you can, you can keep him away. But I, I don't think by the second round, you know, maybe you've slowed down a team, but I, I, he gets a hold of you. I think that Conor McGregor has a ridiculous fight IQ. He just really does. He might figure something out as far as angling out and and he's not, you know, it's not like he's sitting around just not figuring out how to stop takedowns or we we just don't we just haven't seen a lot of Conor McGregor's arsenal. And then when he did have a grappling matchup, it was against somebody that was heavier. With Nate Diaz. Nate Diaz is scrappier. He's a little Chad bit more Mendes unpredictable. Too, he Chad beat Mendes. Chad, but Chad was on no camp. We just talked to Uriah. Chad yeah. was on a two-week camp, and he uh, came out. And uh, it was in the second round, but he really took Connor down pretty easily, easily. and was having his way with him on the, on, on sure. the floor. Yeah, and Connor what, took Nate down, which was like, why? Yeah. Why would you? That's kind of amazing, though, when you think back that, you know, Con- Connor obviously was a big name at that point, but that was a real dangerous fight for him to just for take sure. on short notice to yeah. take a fight against Chad Mendes, who yeah, well, didn't knock a, anybody out. That was Jose Aldo leave, uh, dropping out, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's gonna, that footwork is going to be crucial against Khabib. It really is. I mean, it's not that Khabib can, can't take a shot. He can, but it's just, I don't know. I don't yeah, but know. he's open for to get hit. Uh, and again, there are guys that have, have landed on Khabib. But again, Khabib may just grab a hold of him and put him down. But I do think that Connor. But then again, with Connor, he's really fast. But the one thing you have to watch out for is that left. He's not going mean, to. He maybe he throws one or two kicks because Khabib's not. You're not throwing a bunch of kicks against no. Khabib. You no. can't. No, or not, or not even even knees bad. unless you have the speed while he's coming in. And it's not like Khabib is. I don't. This is why we like these fights. Now I'm second there's guessing. So many, right? Exactly. You can use so many variables, and also Connor coming back, and where's his head at? And there's just a billion. There's just a billion things to think about with this. Yeah, I mean that's the thing. Everybody's talking about can Connor get into Khabib's head? Probably not. Can, no, he can't. Is it, but is any of this stuff going to get into Connor's head? He's so mentally sharp that I'll, I'll tell you this: I'm extremely hard on Conor McGregor yeah. because I'm I'm still pissed off about the Dolly thing, and I'll probably always be pissed about it because I was one of those people trying to get MMA legalized in New York. Right. You know, I was going up to Albany. I was having mom and pops, you know, in karate school signatures telling them that MMA was, you know, good for people and then all, all this stuff. And then this happens in my hometown. I was yeah. pissed. I was pissed. So, you know, I've been really, really hard on him. But also, as an athlete, I have a lot of faith in him. And I'll, I'll tell you this. If, if he can beat Khabib, I'll shut up a little bit. Yeah. Because because well, yeah. I'm like okay now you're faced with somebody who has that skill that you don't have I'll I'll back off you a little bit you will prove to me how great you if are he if he can beat this. every time someone thinks he's gonna lose he wins but after a two right. year layoff to walk in against an animal like Khabib who's been acting it's like ugh, that's a rough one right well that's the thing the the only fight he's had in the last two years is a boxing match it doesn't have any grappling involved like Alvarez he, right was his last fight yeah, yeah but, but you I'm, boxed but one of the greatest boxers of all time right. oh Floyd yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But you're not you know? going to Floyd. 
Oh yeah. yeah, for sure. Right. I mean, his hands are probably as good and, as they've ever been. But, exactly. But is that going to be, you know, ultimately the factor in the fight? Who knows? No. And Kiesa, by the way, uh, filed a civil suit against McGregor. Now, the rumor I heard back then, and again, this could be to- totally wrong, but I had heard that Connor offered three hundred, and this is just again word of mouth. Yeah. And Kiesa asked for five hundred, and then Connor's lawyers were like, "Well, if that's true." If you could have gotten him for five hundred, but you offered three, there was a way to make that work. Yeah, yeah. You're dumb to allow this to happen because now you got to pay for lawyers plus whatever happens. Right. Crazy. He's suing the Barclays Center too. Well, for security. Yes, it is. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, which I guess that makes. Although, I mean, I get why he would, but it also, if you're the people that work at the Barclays Center and Conor McGregor shows up for a UFC thing, oh yeah, why wouldn't you let him? But in he's there? saying they didn't secure. You know, I, hey, look, he might even have a legal argument. I don't know. Yeah, no, he. he yeah, but let him in where? Let him into the, the back area. Yeah, like why would you let him in there? Now, I understand letting him into the arena, but why are you going to let him in where the yeah. buses are? There's no publicity, so you know, quote unquote, supposed to happen there. So yeah. I guess he does have a case there. Oh, he does. They'll settle. Yeah, the interesting thing that came up in this when I was reading about um, Kiesa's lawsuit is that he's he's saying that this cost him a title shot, which he's probably right about that because why? he would have been able Aljo, to. Uh, um, because uh, Al- Alaquenta got it instead of him, he would have been oh. able to step in. But because he had the lacerations, I mean, that's did they oh, want because it? he's higher ranked. And he's a ranked guy. He's yep. higher ranked than Al, yep. so he probably and he was on weight. It. Yeah, what was the last fight he just had? That didn't help his case. No, Pettis. Uh, that's right, Anthony Pettis. Yeah, that's right. That didn't help. You're right. That, that's right. That, that, that <laughs> certainly didn't help him get to the title. When he when he was, I knew as soon as he was doing the Bruce Buffer thing where he pointed with him, I'm like, he's finished. You did, you sir. He did. Jim turned right to him and he goes, "Oh, he's fucked." Why? 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 I, when the guys happened? are too into Bruce's intro, you're cooked. Stop it. <laughs> that's the way it was. I said I did say that to you uh, when he pointed down like he was just having a good old time with oh, it. Oh yeah. And it's like ah. Uh-uh. Yeah, and, not, and I'm sure he took the fight serious, but Pettis is a fucking is a hungry animal right now, fighting to get back to where he yeah, was. Pettis Anthony is, Pettis looked great. Pettis' oh, yeah. head is in a good place. You know, he's back to the old Pettis. Yeah, and, and uh, don't tell me who he's fighting. Cause I, let me see if I can. My memory is going such shit. Uh, Pettis is has been uh, scheduled to fight. Is he number eight? Am I remembering correctly? He's number eight. Yeah, Something Pettis like that. is number eight, and yeah. he's fighting somebody high ranked. Uh, oh, Tony Ferguson. Oh yeah, Ferguson. That's such a fascinating fight, especially because of the way Pettis is talking now about how he's not going to focus on his wrestling as much. If he gets taken down, he'll just be active off his back, which you saw against uh, Kiesa. He he tapped him. That's Tony Ferguson's game, too. And that's that's why when when he fought Gilbert Melendez, we were so impressed with him because he let Gilbert take him down. He's like, okay. Right. There you go. Well, that's why that's why the Khabib Tony Ferguson matchup is so interesting. Mm-hmm. Cuz I think Tony Ferguson really and Eddie was talking about it when we talked to him last episode. Like that's where he could really challenge him. Yeah. You know, he'll he'll just let he's going to get taken down. It depends what you do once you get there. But if Pettis wins, then Pettis will wind up having to face Khabib and then we don't get the Khabib Ferguson and we're yeah. brokenhearted cuz well, that assuming, never ever ever yeah. You know, so well, assuming I don't know. Khabib wins, you know, it's, there's a lot going exactly. on in that division. Well, it's know? like cool. That yeah, Pettis Connor would be a fun fight. I mean, Definitely. any of those fights would be great. Absolutely. That's the thing, though. Do we think that, I mean, if Connor loses this fight against Khabib, is he going to stick around? Like, do, do we see Connor sticking around the lightweight division, fighting a couple of more times to get another title shot? Like, I, I don't know. And what does he do? No, because he can also go, couldn't he fight? Uh, he might be able to jump up to. Uh, uh, fucking featherweight, but jump down to featherweight and fight if he wants to. Or do we want to see the, the third? Yeah. We want to see the third Nate Diaz thing, 
right? He has a lot of choices because of who he is. Right. Well, that's kind of how I, I am looking at it, the way things that are, are set up. Poirier versus Nate. Obviously a fantastic fight. Poirier could very easily, not very easily, but he could obviously sure. win that fight. Right. If Connor loses to Khabib, which is a, a, a possible outcome, then you could very easily put together Poirier Nate, and Nate 3. Well, I mean, I'm sorry, Connor and Nate Connor 3. Connor and Nate 3 yeah. because they're both coming off losses. Which I don't care sense, about then. at all, yeah. by the way. I, I don't give a shit about that. <laughs> I don't. I, yeah, I mean, I've said that for a long time. I could care yeah. less. I, don't, um, I could always watch, watch Nate. That's that kind of, yeah. You're always like the Diaz. It's like, whatever. I could always watch them. Yeah. And, and now, is Max okay? What is Brian Ortega do? He's just going to wait for Max. Yeah, he's going to wait, which I think makes sense. Max it, is... I mean, the the uh, were they put together for the end of the year card? Is that a yeah? Thing? But uh, when I I talked to Brian recently, and he was saying I'm just waiting for him to sign a contract. Oh, okay. I don't know what the delay is. I don't know if it's a health issue, if it's a money issue. I don't know what the delay is. But right, he's just waiting. What could Rogan know? <laughs> <laughs> anything. I mean, he can. What do could number. Rogan know? By the way, what about uh, uh, Marlon Marais? When is he going to get a shot? Uh, I don't know. Still up in the air right now. Dude, so good. Oh, my God. He, he's number four. But uh, Dillashaw obviously beat Cody. Is is Dominic Cruz in fighting shape? Cruz is back to training. He is. Uh, and that's a couple of months, I think. The reason okay. He was clear to train. So I would assume that Cruz is probably pretty cool. Like, if he, if they had to fight in a month, sure. they probably could. Asun Sao is third. But I would, I again, because Marais has been so much fun lately to watch. I would love to see him on Marais. Yep. Get a shot at uh, T.J. Dillashaw. That's a really, really interesting. That fight. would be very competitive. That would be a very competitive fight. T.J. is such a smart fighter. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Really well, the is. thing, the thing with Marais though, against, I mean, although I guess Cody has the same kind of power in his right hand, but but Marais is a very dangerous striker as well. I mean, he could really put T.J. Well, the shot. He just uses his legs. Yeah. He uses his legs, which and is his a different factor. Combinations. Yeah. You know, he's just gr- fantastic at it. Really Muay Thai pedigree. I watched him at Edson Barboza play sparring. And it was the, the the dexterity in their legs, how they would kick, and the distancing between their kick was fun. I could watch it for another hour. Yeah, Edson Barboza was one of my favorite guys to watch. That Khabib fight was very bad for him, though. Yeah. yeah. The Kevin Lee fight was bad for him, too. It really was. I mean, he hurt Lee a little bit, I guess, in the second or third round. Got him wobbly, but by and large, I, I Kevin felt Lee like he was fighting on autopilot because he, he just kept relying on... It's like if you're playing a video game and you just kept pressing the A button. Uh-huh. He kept relying on that spinning hook kick over and over again because yeah. I think he was dazed. Yeah. Yeah, who does Barboza fight next? You know, I would love to see. I inter- oh, that's oh. set up. That's coming, right? Is it? Yeah, there is. He, ha- is, he is set see. up to fight sometime soon. And this time he's fighting out of a different camp. He's not with Has Mark he fought Henry. Eddie Alvarez? Right? I didn't hear yeah. that. Has he fought Alvarez? Well, no. no, they were in the same. They were the same team. Oh, right, right, right. That's yeah. Yeah, really Which was weird Barbosa? for them at first. He's in Florida now. He moved. Interesting. I don't see anything official, but maybe but there's. Is it, Have you, you heard anything? Was, no, I, I did, I, but I I don't remember. Okay. Let me <laughs> yeah, guess. No, but there's nothing officially uh, set up for Barbosa, but that's interesting. Oh, here we go. Wait, let me see one second. I wish I had a computer in front of me. I would just Google. Sound I know. Smart. I know, and then sound like a genius. So, according to a report from the New Zealand Herald, this is not official, but Edson Barbosa versus Dan Hooker. They're yes. looking to put that together. Which ah, okay. Great. That's a great fight for yeah, Dan Hooker. It's a good striking a matchup. Yeah. Perfect. Yep. And that's a nice bounce back. He's probably not going to get taken down too much. In that yeah. Fight. yeah. Number six, number 14. Well, he's really jumping. Uh, Dan Hooker's really jumping up. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> quite high. And yeah, Bar- that's you know, Barboza probably only wants to fight guys above him. but Yeah, but after those last two, two yeah, fights, he's, he's just got working his way somewhere. back. And just right. he doesn't like to be stagnant. He likes to stay busy. Yeah. Kind of like Frankie Edgar. Yeah. Same. Yeah. Though Frankie will just fight anybody. They're like, you want to fight? All right. You know, <laughs> what else am I doing? What yeah. the fuck? 
and it cost him. Does Frankie have a fight lined up again? Um, yeah, Frankie. Uh, yeah, Frankie's headlining the 25th anniversary show. Korean He's fighting zombie. the Korean Zombie, which that's a good that's matchup right. too. Yeah, Frankie just doesn't ever have an easy fight. No, <laughs> always... neither does but anybody who deals he likes. with him. No, he likes right. he likes that, and that's what he thrives <laughs> off of. But does he get back to the title? I felt so bad for him because he allowed that. He took that Ortega fight when he did not have to. Yeah, Chris is answering the phone. Maybe it's Mark Hunt. Maybe. You know, have you ever have you ever seen the the haka done? No, the, it's like the traditional New Zealand dance of their indigenous people. I don't know crap about the history, but it's super cool. And the last fight he had, I think like Jason Momoa was actually doing the haka with them. Oh, I want to ask him about it. Okay, we got him. Hello, Mark Hunt. Hello, we have Mark. Mark, how are you doing? Hey, Mark, how are you? Yeah, I'm great, thanks. Good. Uh, you're talking to um, Jim Norton and Phoenix Carnavalia. Uh, Matt, Matt Sarah is out today. I'm such a fan. I've been waiting for years to talk to you, so I'm happy to finally get a chance to talk to you. <laughs> or maybe not. Did we lose him? No, yeah. I don't know if you can. We can't hear you, Mark, if you're saying anything. No. Mark is probably just him. staring at his phone. I just said hello, and he's like, what is this asshole talking about? <laughs> All right, we'll try him again. We'll try. Yeah. Yeah. Hope that's what it was. Hope it didn't hang up. Oh. Oh. Is that Mark? Never, never mind. All right. Support for UFC Unfiltered comes from our friends over at Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans, America's premier home purchase lender. Let's talk about buying a home. It is an extremely stressful but important purchase, and it's one of the biggest events of your life. But today's fluctuating interest rates can leave you with unexpected higher payments, which can turn a great experience into an anxious one. That's why Quicken Loans created their exclusive power buying process. Here's how it works. They check your income, assets, credit. They give you a verified approval. This gives you the strength of a cash buyer, making your offer more attractive to sellers. Once verified, you qualify for their exclusive rate shield approval. They're going to lock your interest rate up for 90 days while you shop for your new home. Then once you've found it, if interest rates have gone up, your rate stays the same. But if rates have gone down... Here's the beauty. You get to keep the lower rate. Either way, you win. It's the kind of thinking you'd expect from America's largest mortgage lender. To get started, go to rocketmortgage.com slash unfiltered rate shield approval. Only valid on certain 30-day purchase transactions. Additional conditions or exclusions may apply based on Quicken Loans data in comparison to public data records. Equal housing lender licensed in all 50 states. NMLSconsumeraccess.org number 3030. Hey, Mark. Yeah, hello. After a stressful game, it's only natural to need some well-deserved rest. Upgrade your current sleep situation because Mattress Firm is offering the best bed deal of the year. Get a king bed for a queen price or a queen bed for a twin price for savings of up to 700 bucks. Plus, take home a free adjustable base up to a $699 value. That's $699 for free. You'll only find these deals during Mattress Firm's Memorial Day sale. So don't miss your chance to start sleeping like a pro. Shop now at mattressfirm.com slash sale. There's nothing worse than being uncomfortable in bed. It's, it's horrible. You're not rested the next day. You suck at work. Mattress Firm's Memorial Day sale is offering the best bed deal of the year. Save up to $700 when you get a king bed for a queen price or a queen bed for a twin price plus Take home a free adjustable base that's up to a $699 value, free. Visit mattressfirm.com slash sale for more details. 
What up, everybody? This is CJ McCollum from the Portland Trailblazers. And here's a little taste of what we talked about on this week's Pull Up podcast. Very special mini post-Game 7 episode of Pull Up, an epic Game 7 in Denver. 37 points, back-to-back, essentially close-out buckets. Why were you so successful last night? I think it just really came down to my demeanor and mindset. Empty the clip, leave nothing out there. I wanted to say I did everything in my power, and I left all my bullets out there on the court and didn't bring anything home. How do you shift to a completely new animal, an absolute monster in the Warriors? In the playoffs, it just comes down to X's and O's and execution more so than anything else. The Warriors aren't going to run a lot of plays. They're going to run a lot of misdirection out of timeouts and late clock situations. But most of it's going to be mid-pick and roll. It's going to be pin downs and flares and things of that nature for Clay and Steph and a lot of transitions. So you have to guard the three-point line, get back in transition, and make it as difficult as possible on them. Don't forget to pull up. Subscribe and listen every week on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your shows. Hey, Mark. I'm sorry. We keep losing you. This is Phoenix Carnavali. That's fine. <laughs> Jim just ran to the bathroom, so it's just me and you for a sec. He couldn't hold it anymore. He's drinking a whole bunch of water. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so how is Moscow? Moscow's very nice. I like it. It's a good place. Is, it, uh, is your first time there? Yeah. I, I can't imagine yeah. what it's like. Are you freezing your ass off? Ah, it's not too cold. I like the cold weather in there, too, so it's not too bad. I like it. Have you done anything uh, have anything fun since you've been there? Because I've, I've never been to Russia. Yeah, I've been to, um, we went out to a Red Square, I think it was, and a few other places. Um, yeah, it's, uh, we have a little bit of that place, but I like Russia. But, but, but anything here is probably... Uh, yeah, crazy drivers, I'd say. Yeah, it's funny. You, you've traveled to so many different places over the years. I mean, you've got a 14-year career. Do you normally go out and see a place, or do you normally just go, stay in the hotel, train, and then go fight? Um, I like to have a little chance to go out and have a look around um, a little bit here. I'm going to go out again. I'm going to have cool. going to go do some gaming. And, um, yeah, so it's, um, I normally do what you just said, but... Uh, um, it's a, a good experience to go and check out Moscow. So I'm going to go check out a gaming center and have a game. Now, Mark, um, <laughs> Olenek is a, uh, is, is a Sambo fighter. Uh, Fedor, you fought, um, and, and he won, but that was such a long time ago. So uh, how do you plan on dealing with this? When, when you know that he's probably going to try the Ezekiel choke, I'm sure they've showed you that, um, how, do you, uh, how do you avoid that? Um, just knock, his, knock him out. <laughs> Well, did you bring in specialists for that? Yeah, I, I, I um, I, I practice for that choke, so I've got a few guys that I work with it. Um, I don't think he's going to give it a choke, I think, at all. So you know, see how it goes. And how do you feel about uh, you, you've been pretty vocal about Fabricio Verdum, and he just received a two-year suspension. Uh, were you surprised about that? Uh huh. Good job. Eat shit, you little bitch. Get the fuck out of here. I think uh, Jeff Nowitzki is doing his job and his daughter, so about freaking time we need to put some high securities on his shooters. They're just weak-minded little bitches. That's what they are. So. Yeah. You mean the guys Good who job. are... Go back to the father, lazy little bitch. The, guy, the guys who are, uh, who, who are cheating, you mean, or, or, or are using stuff, you're saying are weak-minded? Yeah, of course. Look, Lesnar, all of these guys are fucking weak-minded. I don't know why they even allow them back in the company uh, to fight again. So you think that they they get popped once, they should not be allowed back? No, I didn't say that. I think if they get popped once, they should be 
Yeah, um, for proper sales, it should be five years. Yeah. Um, take all their finances off them. Um, they get pop twice, it's bad for us. There, there should be no room for these shooters in this uh, in, in sport and any sport. They're just weak-minded people. Yeah, uh, and, and Bronk is getting a title shot against Cormier. Uh, he's going to have to go through Why? the full USADA, but to, h- how do you feel about that, even though they're making him go through USADA? Well, we all know he's a cheat. Why? You know, I mean, he's got to learn a few other times. I mean, shucks. Like the rest of these guys that are cheating. It's just, uh, it's just, you know, it just makes I mean, he's not even a link. Yeah. I, I don't think Cormier, I think Cormier should just say, no, why should I fight this guy? He's not even a rank. He's a fucking... He's a steroid user and he's a bum. He's a cheater. Cormier probably wants that fight, though, just for the money. Oh, for sure. Well, you know, that's what, it, that's what it's all about. And that's what it's all about. Because, you know, that's all about having rankings. What's yeah, the point? I mean, yeah. for you, what what's the motivation? You know, you have such a long career. What's your biggest motivation to keep on fighting? Uh, of course. Uh, I love fighting. I love competing. Um, of course, uh, the, the money. I mean, I started fighting for the money, yeah, but... um. And they fucking cheating here, mate. That's for sure. <laughs> no, no one has ever accused you of being a dishonest fighter. Uh, has being a vegetarian, uh, you know, you went, you went vegetarian. Has that affected you at all uh, and, and your physical conditioning? I never went vegetarian. I mean, I just uh, I, when I finish fighting, I'm going to go vegetarian. So you know, I haven't finished fighting yet. So oh, you're not okay. Sorry, it said you decided to become a vegetarian several years ago in our prep sheet. So you have not yet, but you're going to be. No, I never said that I was going to be vegetarian. I just. That I, I watched the videos about you know animals being killed and um, I just didn't like it. And I I've seen the first hand in an avatar myself. So you know, I said when I finish fighting, I'm, I'm going towards not eating animals. Mm. Oh, okay. Because it, it said that the, the way it was written in this sheet, it didn't look good. I was wondering if that, if that affected you. Uh... Well, you wrote that. It's fucking stupid. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? You're 100%. <laughs> Our producer is fucking stupid. No, you're right. You're 100% right. That's actually, uh, Matt Sarah was here. He would agree with you wholeheartedly. Uh, now, have you ever had, because Mark, there's been times, you know, you, where you've had a few losses in a row, and you look at what happened with a guy like Francis Ngannou, who was undefeated, and then he, uh, or, or he had one loss, and then he loses two fights, and, and he seems like his confidence is totally shaken. Did you ever have that happen to you, where your confidence was shaken by a loss or two in a row? Oh, of course. I've had my, you know, I've had a long career. I've had my... Confidence shot many times, you know. Um, you know, um, having you to dance with uh, Sipe is no joke, you know, for five rounds. And, uh, mm-hmm. You need to make, you know, you know you're changing from that. So, <laughs> but uh, of course, I've had that happen many times. But, um, you know, I'm a fighter. Um, and that's what you got to be. You just got to get up and start again. That's just how it works. I mean, otherwise, you know, um, it's the point of the whole thing. I mean, it's just what fighters do. You just get up and make life. I say you keep going. Now, um, Ty Tuivasa, are you guys still training together? Yeah, yeah. Ty's, um, Ty's here with me. Uh, Ty's in the here for this camp. Um, yeah. He's fighting uh, Junior Dos Santos, and Junior looked really great in his uh, his last fight. So what, what do you think about that fight? Oh, I've been watching it. Fuck him, um, you know, I mean, all I know is he's harder and gets the things to get doing his job. These guys don't look the same. Usada, he got they they cleared him and a couple of other people. Uh, they said it was a tainted supplement uh, from a factory. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like I said, Usada makes everyone look different. They don't look like the same. It's not the same junior that I fought. You think but, he looks different you know, now? Like a lot of those guys. Um, well, you're fighting this Saturday, uh, 
Alexi Olenek. It's actually a really good time here in New York to watch it. It's a 2 p.m. Uh, start. I'm such a fan, man. I'm really happy that you're still fighting. And I would love to see you get a title shot. I asked Dana that a long time ago. I, I really, really would love to see you fight for the belt. Yeah, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think that's going to happen either. But, uh, you know, it's such his life for you. Shit happens and then you die, right? <laughs> well, yeah, you, you, but thanks for that. Yeah, I understand that. I understand how it works. You know, I, I, I get this game, so, you know. You have one fight left on the contract, or is this the last one on the contract? I got two fights this day. This one this Saturday is my second to last, and I've got one more. I'm hoping to try and... If I don't get injured, I can get um, a fight on the same uh, on the undercard on uh, Thai on Adelaide, or you know, as soon as possible, so you know, I can go from there. And would that be your retirement fight, or do you think you would keep going? And where, where is your head at? Well, I could I could fight forever, but my <laughs> I know I can't. I'm 44. I'm the oldest fighter in the universe. <laughs> um, I want to fight uh, three or four more times before I retire. I still feel like. Um, chasing a dream or while it was chasing a dream until we know <laughs> but uh um you know the guys is, you know i'm still fighting some of the best fighters in the world i've been in the top team for a long long time you know i think um you know now i've got another fight going on we're trying to make it even an even playing to deal without no steroids but uh you know who knows what happens who knows what happens for mark kind of after this you know mark if, know. if you win this good. fight and Ngannou wins his fight. Like I would love to see you in an in Ngannou fight. That's a fight that I would really, really enjoy. Like I said, I, I'd fight with anybody. I don't care. It doesn't matter for me. I'd fight uh, in a car park if you got paid. Ngannou, you know, Ngannou here, but I don't I, You know, he, he, when I met him, he said, I want to fight with you. And I said, okay, sweet. And I, and I was looking to fight with him before, but uh, when I saw that he looked like he dropped his nuts, but... Uh, <laughs> uh, happen, yeah, we'll see what he does in this next fight because his uh, again his confidence. He admitted yeah. his confidence had been shaky. He admits things that you don't hear a lot of guys admitting, which kind of makes me like him more. Well, yeah. I mean, Chuck, fighting with Cipe for five rounds, of course, if you're not fit enough, you're not up to the thousand. Of course, it's going to make you kick yourself and see if you you know if you're up above on the level. You know, I mean, Chuck. <laughs> Were you surprised about the Cormier and Stipe matchup? Were you surprised how well Cormier did against Stipe? No, Cormier's you know he's the champion, the double champion. Uh, his wrestling next level. Um, yeah. I mean, I mean, you got to remember. I mean, he shucks. I mean, I mean, yeah, he's a great fighter, and he and he's uh, and he's clean. And that's yeah. the main thing. He's, he's a clean fighter, and he's, and he's honest, and. Uh, you know, if I, well, I can't say if I was him, you shouldn't accept fighters like um, fighting a guy like Brock Lesnar, even if he says he's going to be clean. Motherfucker's always cheating. He comes from a cheating background, and his whole wife has been cheating. Weak minded person. Yeah. Yeah, and Cormier, it wasn't surprising to me that he won, but I definitely didn't see a first round uh, knockout. I don't think anybody saw that. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think anyone saw that, but that's how good uh, he is, and that's, uh, you know. I think uh, anyone gets caught, especially in the heavyweight division, then that's what happens. I mean, Steve is no fucking joke, you know? Right. Yeah, yeah, good hiding, so he's on the chucks. It is what it is. And, uh, you know, DC got the, the double champ, and he did what uh, I think uh, same thing Conor McGregor did. Conor no did it. Done, so. He did it. GSP did it. There's not many guys that have pulled it off. It's, it's maybe four guys. Um, well, listen, Mark, I'm, I'm a huge fan. I'm really, really happy to see you still fighting uh, this Saturday against uh, Alexei Olenek. And uh, good luck, man. Good luck in Russia. Great to talk to you. I really appreciate it. Yeah, thanks so much for having me on, guys. Uh, uh, take care. All right, Bye. take care. Bye-bye. 
Yeah, it was a little hard to hear, Mark. Could you could you make that out? It was a little hard to these cell phone calls. That's one thing that I, there's got. This is what I wish we had headsets for the fighters. Yeah, because a lot of times you're on your phone, you're just kind of standing there and you're on your. You know, it is what it is, and the connection's not perfect. So no. The technology has done so much, but we still have crappy calls. Yeah, people, it'll sound a little bit better. Like, to us, it'll be a little tough, but when people listen back, I'll, I'll clean it up. It'll oh, really? Better. Yeah. Yeah, it was hard better. to hear him. It was a couple times I was like, huh? Yeah. Uh, it's <laughs> funny that a guy who is, like, such a killer like that says, like, shucks. Right? I caught that shucks, <laughs> yeah. But then what do you think it brought? He's a fucking cheat. <laughs> yeah, I get catch that he says, oh, shucks, guys. Yeah, yeah. that's cute. Shucks, guys, you know. Brock, Brock's a cunt, you know. Jesus Christ. <laughs> he doesn't hold back what he's talking about guys he doesn't like. Yeah. But I like the fact that he says what he wants to say. He doesn't care if it upsets them. He doesn't care if he's going to have to fight somebody. I mean, you know, he's fought, uh, he did fight uh, Verdum and he did fight uh, Brock. Brock just kind of laid on him for... Uh, you know, I was impressed that Brock, Brock just kind of avoided getting hit and laid on him. I mean, yeah. that's that's kind of a good game plan for him. That's what you have to do. And right. He, did, he lost it to, to Verdum, too, uh, TKO in the second round. Back, I can't believe that's four years ago already. But good luck to Mark Hunt. We should do picks, too. Okay, yeah. Yeah, we definitely could do picks. Uh, sure, yeah. Okay. All right. Um... Well, yeah, but before and even before we get into the picks, uh, Marab is fighting Terry and Ware. That leads off the uh, this is all on Fight Pass this Saturday. Yes, uh, that's the first fight of the night. And then I just wanted to also point out Merbeck Tysimov, who is on a five fight win streak. He's looking incredible in the lightweight division, but he's had a really hard time getting into. He can't get his visa, yeah. so he can't fight in uh, the United States. Why did he, he, had did a fight he do cancel? anything illegal or something? No, like I mean, according, I mean, nothing that I've read. I mean, he's saying like I'm not a criminal. It doesn't make sense why I can't get it. He just can't get one so he's got three straight performance of the nights and he's fighting uh desmond green which should be a real good yes fight so what desmond green just fight do you remember uh i don't remember offhand i'll look it up no, it's, it's not important i'm just dead no it's all right yeah he he won i'm trying to think uh oh the decision went over glacian tebow was his last fight now uh alexa kachinko is uh leading off the night against thiago alves yep he's 18 and 0 yes how old is he He's 34 years old, Kinshenko. They're both 34. And what did he do in his last uh, fight? So he is Has on... Has he not been in the UFC long? Because there's no picture of him. No, this is his first... Oh, it this is. This is his UFC debut. Uh, he's, like you said, 18-0. He won his last fight uh, in the third round. Punches and knees. He's got 13, I believe. Uh, let me see. I wrote it down. Yeah, 13 knockouts or TKOs. And 18. 18 wins. So this guy's a high-level Muay Thai striker. And what did uh, Alves do in his last fight? Uh, let me double check. Where is it? There we go. Sorry. He, uh, he, I want to say, yeah, he lost his last fight to Curtis Millinder. Mm -hmm. He got knocked out in the second round. And before that, he had a United win over Patrick. Was it a head kick knockout, if I remember? Because that's what Millinder is known for. Yeah, it was just, it just says knee here. I don't remember exactly what the, what the finish was, but that's what the, that's what they've done. An, I mean, this is a tough matchup for Tiago Alves going up against a guy who probably a lot of people don't know his name, but he's a very dangerous fighter. Yeah, I'm going to take uh, Kuchenko by a second-round knockout. Okay. I agree with you. Oh, well, Phoenix. Yeah. I do. Sorry. I hate to mix it up, but it's like, I don't know. Tiago Alves has great Muay Thai, too. So does Alexi, but I feel like Tiago has slowed down significantly in the last couple of years as far as his speed goes, and he relied on that speed for a really long time. Yeah. So unless he's trying to use something different in this fight. Maybe he's going to try to use his wrestling or he's going to try to mix it up with his boxing. If he, if he tries to use his traditional Muay Thai style in this one, it's 
he's probably going to get knocked out. Yeah, I mean, I actually like the second round. I was just saying because I was trying to write it down quick, and you, you gave your pick to this. And it <laughs> gave me a little build-up, but I'm going to take uh, Kachenko by second round knockout as well. Okay. Ah, now, yeah. how about uh, Andre Olovsky fighting again against Shamil Abdur... Uh, uh, Abdur uh, hold on, don't tell me. Uh, Abdur Akimov. Uh, oh, Abdur Akimov. Abdur Akimov. Jeez. What did he do in his last fight? Because I know what Arlovsky did. He lost to Tatuivas in a decision, which I thought Arlovsky won. It was a very good fight, but I, I personally thought Arlovsky won. Do you won know they had that, that recent Russian TV show incident? Did you see that? No. No, it's kind of messed up, but I, I, oh, get, I get where I, I it's coming from. Wait, so wait, what happened? Arlovsky was on like a Russian TV show because they're doing their, their right. press right now. And uh, Shamil was there too. And the Russian TV show is, of course, on the side of the Russian. So while Arlovsky is talking and trying to promote the fight, they show the footage of Overeem just kind of mauling Arlovsky. And Arlovsky's like, look, obviously you're here to side with the Russian fighter. There's no reason for me to be here. And he just walked off. Respectfully, he wasn't, you know, bratty about it. He didn't curse anybody out, but he walked off. And he was super pissed. And he explained himself, but I get that. Yeah, you know, there's you're trying no reason to, to do that. show a fight and they're just showing your yeah, highlight reel of your losses. <laughs> yeah. Right. Which, in fairness, it's a it's a great finish for, uh, what did you say? It was the Overeem? Oh, yeah. Right. Was, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's a great finish for Overeem, but right. But it's that's, like watching that's a really... porno of times you couldn't get an erection. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so, uh, Shamil Abdurahimov's last fight was against Chase Sherman. It was a knockout. Uh, this was in November 2017. It was first round knockout. And then he got knocked out by Derek Lewis in the fourth round uh, in the fight before that, which was a fight that he, that was kind of a slower fight. He was winning. I thought up until that point, and then Derek Lewis just pulled out a knockout. Like he normally does. Mm. Yeah. And then, like you said, Arlovsky's coming off a close decision against, uh, Tui Tui yeah. right. Okay. So what do I, I'm going to take Arlovsky by a third round TKO. All right. Phoenix. I'm going to go with Shamil only because he's younger. He's mixes it up well. He's got good kickboxing. I mean, anybody can knock out anybody in this particular fight, of course, because it's heavyweight. Yeah. He's trying to climb the ladder off of Arlovsky's name. He's the hometown boy. And, uh, you know, he has a Sancho background. I like Sancho a lot because it's like your body is conditioned to use your striking to go in for takedowns. Because okay. it's basically, it's like a Chinese kickboxing art. They don't do anything once they're on the ground. I mean, but I'm sure he's, you know, I don't know what his ranking in his right. jiu-jitsu but he's he wushu and sanda like they kind of mix it up well so and i think there's a lot of that in in russia i think they do a lot of sambo and they do a lot of sanda yeah well sambo for sure sanda, yeah. yeah sanda well it's chinese art but that they just adapt to it really well in russia they use it a lot it's one of their biggest uh, combat sports out there so i don't know i think i'm going to take him by decision okay um i'm going to take arlovsky by decision i just think he's he's developed his style now over the last couple of years where he's able to avoid the big strike for the most part right. but uh i think he'll just out i think he'll outpace in russia yeah well he's belarusian so oh i guess know. all right well <laughs> yeah. no. what does that mean Belarus. <laughs> okay uh all right next one is jan blahovich versus nikita krylov nikita krylov was in the ufc yeah, for a, a few fights and then left. I think he's on a four-fight win streak now, and uh, now he's making his return to the UFC. What did Blahovich do in his last fight? Uh, Jan Blahovich's last fight was against. So he's on a three-fight win streak. He's Beat got Manawa? was it huh? Ma- Manawa? Yeah, Am Jimmy Manawa. Exactly. Okay. Yep, it was a unanimous decision over Jimmy Manawa, which was a fight of the night. He has a unanimous decision win over Jared Cannonier, and he had a standing bulldog choke over Devin Clark. So those are his last three fights. I'm going to take Blahovich by decision. Okay. 
I'm gonna say I I, I want to agree with you because he trains out of Alliance, right? With like Dominic Cruz and, and yeah, who and, else he tra- and All Stars too with Gustafson. Like he's one he's yeah, with Gustafson, yeah, yeah. but then they also go to Alliance. Yeah. <sighs> but Nikita is a Kyokush has a Kyokushin background, and it's hard for me to go against a Kyokushin guy. Yeah, this is another like this is a tough matchup. The same way Alves has a tough matchup. People might not remember Nikita Krylov, but uh, he's uh, a you know killer what? too. Nikita Kovalev by TKO. All right, uh, and and I say that because. I know he lost to OSP, but he's got a lot of TKOs, uh, uh, victories, I think. And, oh, yeah. I, and I, he's a Kyokushin guy. I can't, I can't go against him. Yeah, I'm looking actually. Yeah, he's got 10, uh, 10 out of his 24 wins were by knockout. He's oh. actually got 14 submissions, too, which is... Really? Yeah, an under... But yeah, but I mean, I, I know him more as a, a striker like that. All right. What round are you, are you thinking, Phoenix? Second. End of the second. Okay. Uh, yeah, I had Krylov actually by third round uh, knockout, but I think that's going to actually be a really fun fight. Yeah. And then on to the main event. Mark Hunt versus Alexei Olnik. Uh, don't want to go against Mark Hunt, but I think Alexei, they say Alexei. Yeah. And I'm I, this is me just throwing shit out. I say submission. I don't know why. I don't know why. Well, I mean, that makes sense if he's going to, I mean, maybe if, if he's going to win, that might be the way to do it. He does have power, though, too. But I mean, that's how I would crazy. try to beat Mark Hunt. I'm not going to try to stand. I'm not going to stand with that veteran with his hands. No, I'm not. Right. What round do you think that's going to happen if he, if he gets the submission? It's a five round fight, right? Yeah. Three. OK. James. Uh, Mark Hunt, third round knockout. Okay. Yeah, um, I have Hunt by second round knockout. Um, I think he'll be able to. I mean, I think if it goes longer than that, I think he might have a bit of Maybe, a problem yeah. because all yeah. the grappling then might be the factor. Sure. But I'm taking Mark Hunt in the uh, second round knockout. I think he'll be able to uh, to finish that fight. I hope so. Anyway, I like nice. Yeah. Okay, well, this should be fun. Yeah, I think so too. Also, Holly Holm. By the way, we didn't mention <gasps> this. That's right. The knee. She, yes, yes. She underwent successful knee surgery. To repair her uh, meniscus, and uh, she's hoping to return early 2019. She's always fun to watch. Even yeah. if she lose, it doesn't matter. She's always in a good fight. So a competitive athlete. Like, to, yeah. to me, that's what she defines herself as. She is always a highly competitive athlete. She will, she will search for ways to win, even if it makes her tentative at times, like she tries to be smart. I don't, I don't love. I love her. I just do. I yeah, I'm a big Holly Holm fan, yeah. and she she just fought in um, Chicago, and she looked unbelievable there. Where it's like you you don't expect her to be the grappler. She She's fighting. Lasted a- with Cyborg. Yeah. Yes. That's it. Yep. That is always the card that I'll play when someone talks shit about Holly Holm. Did people yeah. really talk shit about her? I'm surprised. I, I have. I have heard a few like people who don't respect her boxing pedigree and stuff and maybe the one or two boring more boring fights that she has i had people yeah but your stuff. job is to win it's not to be exciting yeah. again tyron woodley's gotten hit with the same criticism right meanwhile he went 10 rounds with wonder boy and then he fucking uh he just you know he knocked out uh darren yeah Tone but those those people have never had a a labrum tear in their shoulder to understand right. how much everything you do sucks when i had had a labrum tear in the shoulder yeah so i know right that was excuse me that was in the maya fight yeah yeah so what do you do against Damien Maya? You know, you don't want to go to the ground with him. Right, and still defended right. whatever twenty takedown attempts or whatever. And then yeah. how hard it is if you've ever if you've ever done footwork with somebody like Steven Thompson, a karate guy, with that type of blitzing footwork, or if you've done Taekwondo or karate, the foot movement and the patterning is free it's hard. It's yeah. really difficult. 
So I, I think Tyron Woodley doesn't get the respect he deserves. And the recent thing that Dean Thomas said, I find to be 100% accurate. Have you, did you hear this, Jim? Yeah. So Dean Thomas was saying um, on the MMA Hour that he was saying that, that he doesn't think people hate Tyron Woodley. He thinks they were upset with him because not only were those two fights supposedly disappointing, mm-hmm. he was also kind of, he sounded bitter and angry, so it was a turnoff. So it's not that they don't, they don't believe in his skills, they were just turned off to him at that particular time. Yeah, Maybe. it's got to be hard, though, to be Woodley at that point because he's right. Like, you're fighting specialists. Mm-hmm. I mean, Wonderboy is a specialist. Damian Maya is arguably the biggest specialist in the sport like you just have to change your right. style uh, you you just can't go at them the same way you would go after a till or a robbie law i mean he knocked out robbie lawler in the yeah. first round yep. quick and then he has those fights he, and and true mma fans if you watch strike force his a lot of his fights he won by submission so he has really good grappling skills yeah. it was very fitting for him to get that black belt that night i was really proud of him. yeah that was really that cool was awesome. yeah he was emotional about that that was nice who was yeah. Tyron, when he got the oh, black yeah, belt yeah. after, and yeah. it, he was like, all after that fight. Yeah, yeah. you've seen him in person with fans, and like especially with like teenagers or kids that approach him, he's he's awesome with them. And uh, Paige Van Zandt said uh, this, this last week that uh, she can fight again, or she's you know able to uh, start training at least uh, and working out again. So she's hoping to be fighting in January after that first. Uh, what was the first surgery? Didn't work. Yeah, she broke her forearm, I guess, and then Kept she went to surgery, and then six months later, it just wasn't healed for whatever yeah. reason. So they had to go back in, but now she's she's doing better. Well, the fact that you can keep fighting, I'm always amazed that people can keep fighting. Didn't, wasn't Whitaker fighting with a broken hand against Joel Romero? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Paul Felder's hand. Felder against, uh, yeah. my God, Perry. Yeah. yeah, these guys were just fighting with a broken hand I through love two Paul rounds. I do, too. Yeah. I do, Such too. Such a nice guy. So smart. So easy to talk to. Is really, really cool. And and who's that other giant middleweight? Oh, Costo. Paulo Costo. Mm-hmm. Uh, who is oh. he, is he slated to fight anybody or no? So he was su- supposed to be fighting Yoel Romero yeah, at the right. Garden of, on November 3rd. That fell seemed through. official. Now it seems like it's going to fall through because Romero had uh, his orbital bone was, was messed up after the fight against Whitaker. Mm-hmm. He says he's not going to be ready. He, the doctor told him he needs at least you know, six months or whatever to heal from that. So I, as far I believe that fight is off, um, that was what Costa was lined up to do. So. so who do you put him against? Because, uh, okay, you have uh, Whitaker's fighting guest. Lemon, of course, Rockhold of uh, Weidman has been announced. Their, their rematch. Yeah. That is interesting Ooh. again. That yeah, what do you think about that fight? It's just tough to see Weidman come back against Rockhold. And then, I mean, they both need this win. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, yeah. Yeah, they yeah. do. I mean, I think uh, you're right, but I think, I don't know. It's a really tough one because I'm surprised that uh, Rockhold is even fighting again at middleweight. I, I thought he was pretty serious about going Moving to up. light heavyweight. And eventually, I would assume Weidman is going to, too, but. Maybe he thinks Weidman's an easier fight for him because of the way the last fight went. Well, and a big name. I mean, it's probably an easier, not easier, but a quicker road to the top. If you beat a Weidman versus going up to light heavyweight, you got to get a fight or two under your belt, you know. And And he can't fight DC. And DC's there, yeah. Yeah. Um, You know, I would love to see Costa against uh, Israel Adesanya. Yeah, that would be Because I was just wondering, he doesn't have another fight lined up. Israel, uh, I don't no, think he, he does. does. He, he does, does have one against Derek Brunson. Yeah. Oh, sure. I didn't even know that was uh, it's not on our list. Maybe you guys announced yeah, it when I was gone. Oh, I didn't forget I said that then. Okay. Yeah. Um, against, no, uh, but you're right though about the the Costa Adesanya fight. They had talked about that actually after they had both um, they both fought in Vegas over. I uh, don't July want 4th. it yet. 
Right. Well, that, I want that to be built up to like the number one contender spot. I yeah. want these guys to get out there a little bit more and for us to appreciate them a little bit more. Does Costa fight we... David Branch next or does he want a bigger opponent? <sighs> that would be a good fight. A higher Br- rank, Branch is, is locked up, I think, against mm-hmm. Jacare, right? Yep. Well, there yeah. you go. Jesus Christ. So, Branch against Jacare. Yeah, that's the thing. I mean, a lot of the... How is Jacare not ranked? No, he is. Jacare, uh... He's got to be top Six, seven, yeah, he's got to be. Oh, I had circle yeah. number five. I, I put okay. a circle through it and like I'm circling the guys who are fighting and I fucking went right through Jacare. So, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's November right. 3rd at the garden. Those guys are fighting. That's the thing. People so there's no one for Costa to fight except basically uh, you all Romero. That's it. Yeah. Everybody's yeah. matched up, which um, sucks because he's going to have to go underneath his ranking where is he ranked? if he is even he in the bubble he's, at number, he's number eight, eight so okay. he won't do anything he's gonna uh, i don't know if he'll fight oh he just fought uriah so yeah. uh, uh hall yeah. so I, I think he's gonna wait i don't think he'll take a fight until one of those guys wins we'll see we'll see i mean uh tiago santos is fighting jimmy manoa in sao paulo actually in a week or two two weeks um but that would be an interesting matchup. I'd like to see Tiago Santos fight him. I mean, yeah. two just but he's not going to want to fight down. He's, 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 he's well, you know, a lot of th- these guys would rather wait than fight down. Yeah, right. I think so. You yeah. know, you only have one shot, or well, you don't have one shot, but Frankie every Edgar move that you make, every move that you make is a strategic step forward, or that's what it's supposed to be. Unless you know, you're one of those guys that just wants to stay active and collect paychecks, but. For most competitive athletes, they want to be on the very top. I mean, for tons of reasons, for your self-esteem and for your paycheck, you know? That's that's what you want to do. Yeah, I think there's something to – I mean, I agree. I think you're right. I yeah. think that is the mindset a lot of guys have. But also when you see people, you know, you're ranked number five, you fight the number eight guy, somebody falls out, you get to move up. It's like you never know what's yeah. going to happen. In this. It's such a crazy sport. Right. That, and that inactivity keeps you doing it. Inactivity is way worse, I think, than a loss, especially if you're – you know, you fight four times a year. Maybe you lose one of those fights, but it still looks better to have the, the fights on your record, I think. Yeah, I agree. You know. All right. Well, this was fun. I Yay. mean, uh, we miss Matt. Good luck to uh, to Marab, of course, starting yeah. off. And uh, thank you, Phoenix. And thank you to Mark Hunt. I wish we had a better connection when he called in. Yeah. Uh, that's why we cut it short a little bit. I just couldn't hear him. Yeah, it'll sound better, I think. No, maybe. no, no. I just, but I couldn't hear him. I didn't know what he was saying. I didn't want to be asking dumb questions. Maybe my ears are going, but it was very difficult. I can hear I, him either. I really wish... We should ask Josh to bring some kind of a hookup for cell phones that you can plug a headset into and a mouthpiece. I think that would be so much easier. It's, yeah, I think you're right, but it's tough because Josh, I don't think Josh is in Moscow, but like when. Well, then have the, the fighters do it. Yeah, have yeah they should have like a package of stuff. Everyone should have some kind of a thing it, it, because it's crazy to not be able to talk to these guys. Yeah. Well, um, all right. Well, listen, we will see you in a couple of days. Good luck, uh, Marab, and of course, good luck to Mark Hunt. And uh, thanks, Phoenix. Oh, Always go great. wait. I oh, yeah. To, I, I'm uh, check out Karate Combat, guys. It's on UFC Fight Pass, oh. and uh, I'll be commentating with Boss Rudin. Oh, awesome! Oh, perfect. So check that out. When is that? It is on the 27th. And I have gigs coming up in Seattle, here in New York. I have uh, in San Antonio. I have Houston, and I have Annapolis, Maryland. So go to JimNorton.com for tickets. A whole bunch of stuff coming up in the next month or so. Yep. Goodbye. Bye. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. 
See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every goal, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a game-winning goal in the final seconds of overtime or a shot on the goal in the first period. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply.